Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, 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 I hope that is true. It does not matter who the host is. Today is Thursday, January the 28th of 2021, day 28th of the year, and only 337 days left to go. Anyways, we are broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, or in Nando, Florida, however you want to take a look at it and we are streaming across the multiverse of safety fm just in case if you did not know so now you do know we are streaming across the multiverse of safety fm so that's what we have going on there um and also if you're not familiar we are also broadcasting across this little lovely gym or maybe this little lovely gym okay maybe not i don't know uh it's one of those days it looks like it's going to be today Let, let's try that again uh well, this gym yeah so we're there on radio big as well you know i have to tell you let's be honest here i ran late to the studio today i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie here for some reason i thought i set my alarm to be here by six or that's that's bull that's bull i thought i had set my alarm for five to be here you know around 5 30 it's kind of the normal the normal gig get everything ready to go and my alarm was set for six. Totally a failure on my part. But hey, whatever. You know, we're still here today. So let's kind of go through the things that we're talking about today. So no main story today. Today is free form. We go with whatever the flow of the conversation is. If there is no flow to the conversation, don't worry. I always have a backup, but not with alarms, apparently. So I'll have a backup to what we're talking about and going from there. So it is up to you what we discuss today. Keep that in mind. And if there is no discussion points, we just move on from there. Anyways, let's get you start with Alan Edwards once again, giving you the news this morning. Yeah, you're going to tell me how you like this one. It's the, it's the week of Alan. Here is the news on the Rating Our Safety Show. This is news and information with Alan Edwards. The U.S. Department of Homeland Security declared a nationwide terrorism alert Wednesday, citing the potential threat from domestic anti-government extremists opposed to Joe Biden as president. The National Terrorism Advisory System Bulletin said a heightened threat of attack will persist in the weeks following the successful presidential inauguration. 
which took place on January 20th. The alert said there has been mounting threats since last year from the domestic violence extremist motivated by COVID-19 restrictions, Biden's defeat of Donald Trump in November election, police brutality and illegal immigration. The Biden administration launched its new Level with America health briefings Wednesday with the projection that as many as 90,000 more in the U.S. will die from the coronavirus in the next four weeks. A sobering warning as the government strains to improve delivery and injections of vaccines. The tone of the hour-long briefing was in line with President Joe Biden's promise to be straight with the nation about the state of outbreak that has already claimed more than 425,000 U.S. lives. It marked a sharp contrast to what had become the Trump show in past administration when the public health officials were repeatedly undermined by a president who shared his unproven ideas without hesitation. Chair Jerome Powell said Wednesday that the Federal Reserve will keep pursuing its low interest rate and policies until an economic recovery is well underway. Acknowledging that the economy has faltered in recent months, the Fed said in a statement after its last policy meeting that hiring and economic growth had slowed particularly in industries affected by the raging pandemic. The officials kept their benchmark short-term rate pegged near zero and said they would keep buying treasury and mortgage bonds to restrain longer-term borrowing rates and support the economy. Two pediatricians were found dead inside a Texas medical building Tuesday night after a hostage situation that lasted more than six hours. According to Austin police, Dr. Katherine Dodson, 43, was fatally shot inside the Children's Medical Group in the 1900 block of West 35th Street. The gunman, 43-year-old Dr. Bharat Naramanchi, then shot himself, police said. Officers first responded to the scene about 4.30 p.m. after getting a disturbance call about an armed man who entered the medical building. They learned the man, later identified as Norumanchi, had a pistol, a shotgun, two duffel bags and five hostages. Some of the hostages escaped, police said. Others were later allowed to leave with the exception of Dodson, according to authorities. The hostages told police that Norumanchi, who had recently been diagnosed with terminal cancer, had just visited Dodson's office last week to apply for a volunteer position. Shortly after midnight, police tweeted that the SWAT situation has ended and that they found the bodies of Dodson and Norumanchi. The investigation was turned over to the police department's homicide unit. The Travis County Medical Examiner's Office was conducting an autopsy to determine the cause of death. Michael Patterson reporting. The Children's Medical Group did not immediately respond to a request for comment. As of Wednesday, the company's website appeared to be deactivated. House and Senate Democrats introduced legislation Wednesday that would make Washington, D.C. the 51st state. The measure was reintroduced in the House by Congresswoman Eleanor Holmes Norton, a Democrat who represents the District of Columbia, and its companion was unveiled in the Senate by Senator Tom Carper. As of Tuesday evening, Norton said she had more than 200 co-sponsors in the House. Bernie Sanders' mittens and memes helped to raise $1.8 million in the last five days for a charitable organization in Sanders' home state of Vermont, the independent senator announced Wednesday. The sum comes from the sales of merchandise with the January 20th image of him sitting with his arms and legs crossed wearing a brown parka and recycled wool mittens. Sanders put the first so-called Chairman Sanders merchandise, including T-shirts, sweatshirts, and stickers, on his website Thursday night, and the first run sold out in less than 30 minutes. More merchandise was added over this weekend and sold out by Monday morning. And that's news and information. I'm Alan Edwards. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. In the small town of Elmira, New York, a boy was born into an all-American family. The odds of him achieving his dream in the fashion industry? One in 23 million. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 68. I am Tommy Hilfiger, and my family is affected by autism. 
Learn more at autismspeaks.org slash signs. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Well, there you go. A lot of information going on inside of the world for sure. Thanks for the message from Tommy Hilfiger, depending on which ad version you just heard there. Uh, I have to tell you, and if I'm being honest, geez, man, I don't know. I think it's way too long. I think this is, I like Alan. He's a great guy. Don't get me wrong. But man, that's a lot of info. A lot of stuff going on there. Anyways, I, I like, I don't know. I don't know. I need to know what you're thinking. Do we go back to feature? I mean, Alan's not going to be offended. Alan has a, has a great time doing some other things here, so I just want to make sure that we're clear. Uh, but I think feature story is probably the way that we're going to need to go. Anyway, so like I said, Freeform Thursday. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Or if not, we'll just continue going down the normal shit list, hit list of the things that are going on inside of the world of the multiplex and the multiverse. Anyways, let's talk about what is trending. Bears at the Wildlife Refuge in Oatesville, New York, celebrated their birthday with the delicious cake and coffee since nearly all bears are born in January. The sanctuary chooses one day in its collective day to the celebration for the year. So there you go. There you go. There you go. There is a video available online if you so want to do look so Look for it. Ah, Jim, good morning, sir. You love it. So you, you, you like Alan. So, okay, okay. At, at least we have a vote in the Positivo there. You know, we... I got some ideas, Jim, if if I'm being honest here. I got a little four-minute clip I would love to play at some point, of course, with some authorization before I do so. I don't like to infringe on other people's stuff. So um, just want to make sure that you would be cool with it. You let me know when you want that trigger pulled, and we can definitely have that conversation. I know it's an inside conversation between Jim and I all of a sudden, so I don't want you to feel like you're left out. When Jim's ready, Jim will let me know, and you'll know exactly what we're talking about. And I'll probably highlight this portion, this moment in time at 710 in the morning on the 28th of January, just in case. Anyways, let's talk about some of the things that are going on. Another Washington, D.C. police officer who responded to the Capitol riot earlier this month was has committed suicide. Officers Jeffrey Smith is one of the two cops to commit suicide in the days after the riot. Capitol police officers Howard Loving Good also died by suicide following the siege. Acting Chief Robert J. County III announced that Smith's death during the closed sessions of the House Appropriations Committee. A third Capitol Police officer, Officer Brian Sicknick, has been beaten to death by the rioters, and they tried to get into the Capitol building. So there you go. There is some information. There is never a good time to talk about suicide. There really isn't. There is never a good time to reference that in particular. But I want to talk about it because the the story comes up. You know we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it immediately. Let's talk about my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. You can call them 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They are free and a confidential support to people in distress prevention and crisis resources for you or your loved ones and best practices for professionals. If you want to talk to them, you can go to their website, suicidepreventionlifeline.org, or you can call their phone number, 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or one 800 Two seven three eight two five five. Now keep in mind that the phone number is available twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. But they do not receive text messages. If and the big if here, if you don't want to talk to them, you can go to their website, suicidepreventionlifeline.org, and hit up the chat box and have a conversation right there. Remember, we cannot do what we do without you. I don't ever want there to be an ends, ifs, and buts about it. That's kind of the way that the, the thing grows. Before you do your next step, make sure that you give them a call, especially if you're contemplating suicide or going through any kind of depression whatsoever. So let's get, make sure that we are clear in all ways. That's always a serious subject on this show, 
regardless of what we have going on. So let's just make sure that we are clear there. Anyways, let's continue talking. CVS is now offering in-store COVID vaccinations. People age 65 and older can make appointments to receive their jabs at the location in New York, Indiana, Connecticut, Ohio, and Massachusetts. How come Florida didn't make that list? I mean, is there not enough old people in Florida? Just a joke. According to a post, per an agreement with the Department of Health and Human Services, COVID-19 vaccines will eventually be available at all CVS locations throughout the country. The drugstore plans during plans to administer between 20 to 25 million shots a month. A month. Wow. Once the vaccine becomes widely available. So there you go. There's some stuff. There's some stuff that you probably did not expect to hear. So would you go get jabbed? Would you go get jabbed if you could at CVS? I'm just asking the question, of course. So if you have the opportunity to go into a store like that, would you go? I mean, if there's people standing in line to do this at Disneyland, and there's people standing in line at Dodger Stadium to get this done, and there's people that are sitting inside of their cars waiting to be in a line to do the same exact thing. Is this something you would will be willing to do to, at a CVS? I mean, we had a news story a few days ago that we were talking about some people doing it at a grocery store. And I mean, I guess that's okay, depending on how you want to take a look at it, of course. But I think it's kind of, I mean, it's just some weird stuff. I mean, it's so different that I guess that's the weird portion. I mean, I don't really default to saying okay i'm gonna go to cvs now today because i have to get this shit done this is not something that comes to mind like i don't get sick and say i'm running to cvs to you know get my medical treatments and i'm not saying you're sick when you get the vaccine so let's make sure that that i'm clear there as well anyways let's continue talking some more here the fda has placed an important alert on alcohol-based hand sanitizers coming from mexico until they're able to be reviewed for safety the alcohol-based sanitizers will now be subject to heightened scrutiny and shipments may be detained by the FDA, according to news releases. An increase in hand sanitizers or products from Mexico that were labeled contained ethanol, also known as ethyl alcohol, but tested positive for methanol contamination, prompted the alert. Methanol can be toxic, absorbed through the skin, and life-threatening if ingested. We couldn't have had a screw-up of having, like, a tequila version here. I think that would have been a better ordeal. I'm just saying. And I shouldn't joke about this. But, man, methanol? Why couldn't it have been tequila? Maybe some Cabo Wabo, you know. Not looking for sponsorship, just throwing that out there. Um, but, yeah, some interesting stuff there. So now some delays on hand sanitizer, potentially, as we're taking a look at this. You know, sometimes as we get into the world of the weird here and talk about the world of the wild, it's just amazing the stuff that comes about. It's amazing to hear these different aspects on things that are going on inside of the world. Anyway, so there you go. A young woolly rhino has been (laughs) thawed after being frozen for about nearly 40,000 years in Siberia. During the unveiling, the scientists in Yankensek cataloged the eight foot long beast which they they believed was a healthy adult adolescence three or four old three or four year old when died okay so how does he adolescence and three okay anyways um it's not yet known whether if the rhino nicknamed abisky after the region it was found was a male or a female well that's um i think there would be some obvious reasons to be able to know which one's which i'm just saying don't hold it against me. No, seriously, like, don't hold it against me. This uh, say there. Uh, researchers assume that the animal died by drowning, perhaps after being chased and attacked by a prehistoric predator. Despite the icy habitat, drowning deaths were typical in that era, according to Dr. Gennady Bosarek, told the Siberian Times. How did that make it into the cycle? Don't even ask me. I don't make these stories up. I just tell you as they come about for sure. Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. Okay, health experts are looking into the devastating mental health effects of isolation during the coronavirus crisis. According to a study released by Henry J. Kyle,
Kaiser Family Foundation, 47% of adults sheltering in place report that has had a negative impact on their mental health, while nearly half in the group stated that the impact was major. Trouble, trouble eating, difficulty sleeping, and depression were also noted among the, among the group, with 40.1% reporting symptoms of anxiety and or dep- depressive disorder attributed to isolation. Even as the COVID vaccines are being distributed, the mental health effects remain prevalent with no clear path as to when they can start being addressed in person, according to the foundation. Now, I'll tell you, I'm all, I am a big and a huge proponent for mental health. And I will say that in the area that I live in, there was a pretty, pretty well-known mental health therapist inside of the area. And this lady has told me that due to the lack of people being able to see her in person, she has moved to purely digital. All of her appointments are digital now. The only way you can get her is digitally. You can't do anything else. You can't go into her place and everything has moved digital because of the COVID crisis. So think about this for a moment. You're suffering from anxiety, depression. You can't sleep. You're having problems eating or you might be overeating because of everything that's going on. And your solution to an extent where you would normally go and talk to somebody in person has now become a conversation via virtual. And I know that that's a hard pill to swallow for some. But it's becoming more and more the norm. And I there was this old Bruce Willis movie where everything was kind of like automated, where it was like an avatar style thing where you didn't even really go out in person. You sent your avatar per se. But that's the thing. I don't think that that's what the world's going to get to. But how do we normalize some of this? And I mean, I know that especially if you're in one of those places where you're by yourself, let's say, for instance, hypothetically, in this case, you're single. It's a lot more difficult when you don't have people to interact with. And I know that it's difficult for some with even with the family with this. But how do you look at this? Like, how are you looking at this situation now? Are you in an area that's still in lockdown? Now, I will tell you not that not it's an area of pride. But Florida is still reacting like everything's norm. I mean, there are some limited guidelines and restrictions in certain areas, but it's still day in, day out as normal. I mean, I don't want to lie here and say something that's not true, but I look at it and go, what is the idea here of being able to do some of the things that are still being done? And how does it actually benefit some of the areas where you're in? Now, I look at this as well. That the conversation of psychological safety has become super popular because of the COVID crisis. People are still having major issues when it comes to interacting on how this has had a problem with what they have been doing over the last little bit. And maybe, and maybe that becomes some of the focal points of what we start talking about more and more, opposed to it just being, hey, Life goes on, dear John, and let's just move forward. That's the thing here. There has to be such a huge emphasis on what people have been through over the last little bit. But this is going into uncharted waters as we do talk about this. So I know, kind of a weird time, but it's also a time for discussions. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, let's continue moving and grooving here. A grocery store run by high schoolers in Texas is helping feed... Hold on. (laughs) I totally messed that up. Is helping feed... People in Need, located in Linda Tut High School in Sanger, Texas, the store was founded in partnership with local nonprofits last November to help students whose families were struggling because of the coronavirus crisis. Families who who want to utilize the facilities were assigned a number of points, which 
correlate to the number of people in their family. Then they will fill a list of what they will need and a student will bring the items to their vehicle. According to the principal, Anthony Love, about 130 families have used the grocery store. So, that I mean, that is such great news when you hear stuff like that. You look at somebody who's going out of their way, and this is a group of high schoolers that are going out of their way to be able to help and assist the community with the things that are going on. Boy, do I wish we were in a world where you would see more and more of that. I know difficult times among us all, but man, I love to see the way that people think and change the things that are going on to be able to help and benefit others. Now, don't get me wrong. I want to make sure that I'm clear here. If you have the opportunity to do something where you can help others, that's great. If you're looking for help, too, don't get it wrong. At some point, you'll have the ability to pay it forward. Just kind of the way that it works. Don't know how it happens that way. It just does. Anyways, let's continue talking. Kraft has created a pink version of its famous mac and cheese in honor of Valentine's Day. The company is launching a limited edition cheese dish, which will include a candy-flavored packet that turns the noodles pink and adds sweet water flavor, according to a new release. The so- to celebrate the holiday of love, the Kratz Heinz Company is giving away a thousand packages of candy, craft mac, and cheese. Fans can enter for the chance to win the cheesy Valentine Day package and the company's website. So I have to tell you, I have a love-hate relationship here with Valentine's Day. Because Valentine's Day is really just a card day. It really was made by card manufacturers on, you know, just being able to sell some more cards. Now, the love for my wife does not change. Because it's a day of the year or the love for my kids does not change because of the day of the year that I'm celebrating. But man, I don't know. It's a little hokey because if you screw that up, depending on, you know, what side of the equation you're on or how your relationship is, I could really be, you know, going to hell in a handbasket relatively quick there. Just talking about it. So let's continue talking there. So make sure that you're paying attention on what the date is. Today's the 28th. You have till you know, the 14th is the day of, of reckoning, just in case. The day of reckoning. Duh. Anyways, let's continue talking. Stocks saw their worst trading day since October on Wednesday as the Dow plummeted 633 points. The NASDAQ sank 355 and the S&P dipped about 98 points. The Federal Reserve chairperson made the statement early in the day that the economic recovery may not materialize as investors have anticipated with a steep V-shaped recovery may not materialize this year. Headlines for the day centered around the small retail investors organizations through social media outlets that inflict financial harm on large portions of traders. In the option markets, a buyer's potential gains could be substantial. Through they are capped to at finite amounts. When the share price hits zero, conversely, loses the, inf- the infinite of the stock price, has no ceiling. Everyday investors have increased the price of GameStop. Are you ready for this? For 766% during the last five days. I don't know, and I know that if we get into the st- GameStop conversation, it's going to go a little cray-cray. So... I want you, if you get a chance, take a look at what is going on with GameStop, the stock. I will tell you, I have friends and colleagues that I know of that have been playing the game that have made their money several times over by playing that stock. Not giving any kind of financial recommendations here on anything stock investment. I am not a person to be able to give you any of that kind of information, but I am just telling you what I have seen. But with every with every risk game, you know, there's also a failure rate. So keep that in mind, too. The TSA revealed this week the discovery of nearly triple the national average of firearms and travelers carrying on luggage at Tennessee airports in 2020. Holy shit, Tennessee, what's going on? I think I have two trips scheduled for that this year. Oh, scary. Uh, despite the drop in the air travel last year. Across America, TSA agents found one firearm per every 99,583 people screened in Tennessee. A firearm was found for, okay, well, that was the normal. In Tennessee, a firearm was found for every 35,104 people screened. Hey, now. Okay, let's do that again. Hey, now. A federal agency screened about 324 million people across the country last year, a drop from the 824 million in 2019. 
and found that twice the number of firearms per million people compared to the year prior. Worth noting, though, the TSA official policy states that firearms may be transported in checked baggages when unloaded and packed into a locked, hard-sided container. So I don't want there to be any weirdness there as we are talking about it. Anyways, let's continue talking. A Wisconsin pharmacy charged with destroying hundreds of doses of the COVID vaccine has agreed to play guilty. Stephen Bradenberg, 46, who believed the vaccine would alter human DNA, faces up to 10 years in prison, according to the U.S. Attorney Office of Wisconsin. Brandenburg took 50 vials of Moderna vaccine out of the refrigeration and left them out for 12 hours in December and two vials, two vials containing about 570 doses. So there you go. I keep like, you know, we've, we've spoken about this story from when it first started. I mean, I'm still trying to figure out what the hell did this guy think was going to happen? Did he think that he was going to like have people mutate? Like, you know what I'm talking about in regards to the same style that we have the people on good old x-men that were mutating i mean i don't know i just kind of think it's kind of weird the whole thing on what he's talking about there oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm don't go anywhere you're listening to the home of real safety talk you are listening to safety fm we'll be right back why can't we get back to when you checked on me i don't want to leave but remember when i quit you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. Take one. Behold the angry giant. Try it again, Alberto. Behold the angry giant. Perfect. Good luck tonight. Behold the angry giant. Yay, read me another one, Dad. This is WWE superstar Alberto Del Rio. It only takes a moment to make a moment. Take time to be a dad today. Visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. Feedthepig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman. We need a new stuntman! You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Time now for the Motivation Minute, brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. Do you have a credit card? Is it a pretty good one? Here's how you can tell. Take the details of your current card and compare them for free at BetterCreditCards.com. That's BetterCreditCards.com. Thomas Alva Edison said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. This famous quote is about the invention of the light bulb. and There are various stories about this, but... The thought itself is an amazing one. They tried and failed thousands of times. But you know what? They kept trying. If not, we'd still be sitting in the dark. So next time you're working on something and it doesn't quite turn out the way you wanted it to, remember our buddy Tom. Give it another try. It could be your light bulb moment. Today's Motivation Minute has been brought to you by BetterCreditCards.com. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. You can find more at MotivationMinute.org. I'm a lawyer. I'm not part of your family, and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. Is, let's see. That is gold by Leffer Minch featuring Rose Rospig. You're not joking there, Rospig. Yeah, you can find that on Spotify and 
and iTunes. Thanks for letting us use the song this morning as we're coming through 33 minutes past the top of the hour. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, little goals there. Have some goal-setting trends going on today. Anyway, so there you go. A lot of a lot of interesting things going on inside of the multiverse and the multiplex. What is that like a movie theater? So I don't know. What do you have going on today? So let's talk about that for a, for a brief moment. A lot of things strange strange going on inside of this world at the moment. I will tell you. So let's start having the conversations. I am in talks with multiple organi- event organizers about events that are planned for this year. And there's the weird thing going on. So let's talk about this a little bit. Where they want to do an in-person event. So that's cool. I mean, I think those should be done. I have heard everything from in-person. I have heard everything from virtual. I have heard from everything as hybrid. Now, some of the ideas are great on how they want to accomplish this. Now, I will tell you, between you and I, if you've not heard this before, I'll share it again. If you have a virtual event... You cannot charge, I mean, I guess you could, but you shouldn't probably charge what you would charge for a full ticketed event that you would normally do in person. Just an idea, but just saying, hypothetical there. Probably not a good idea if you want respondents. But I was sitting and I was talking to some people that they want to do a virtual, that's a lot, they want to do an in-person event. Now, I want you to hear what part of what they want to do as part of this virtual or this in-person event, apparently I can't say in person today. As you would go to this, and it's a pretty large scale event, normally several thousands of people show up. As part of price of your ticket to get in, you would be able, and really the only way that they were allowing people in based on what they were having the conversation about, is that you would actually get the vaccine as part of the pricing of the ticket. So you would go through that and then be able to get into the event. Emergency authorization of the release of the vaccine is what this is really what they would be giving because that's the only thing that would be allowed. Um, Of course, there are some requirements that fall into those categories for that to be able to work. Also, if I don't know if you've done any research about this, but if you have or if you haven't, we'll discuss it here for just one brief moment. It normally says that you should isolate for up to six days or for six days after the jab. So how does that work? Are you going to have people up and say, hey, just kind of go hang out at your hotel for the next six days? I mean, I'm slightly confused. So I don't know. I mean, if you had the opportunity of going to an event that they were actually saying, okay, here's what we're doing, and you're going to get the little jab in the arm or wherever the hell they want to put it um, for you to move forward, would you do it? I mean, I think it's kind of interesting. Just, I mean, I don't know. I don't think I would go. I There's too much. I have too many questions, too many questions when it comes to a lot of this stuff. I just do. So I just don't want it to come across in a weird way. But I know that people have good intentions when they start off with a lot of this stuff. But, man, it becomes the world of the weird when we get into it. Because think about it real quick. If a selling point of a meeting or a conference that you're going to will become all of a sudden, we're going to have the vaccine there. Like, that's really a change of events. and. I think that another problem that we're going to run into as we are talking here is the following. We are starting to get accustomed to an extent to these virtual events. So let's say hypothetically, we'll just throw some numbers out there. You're going to go to a conference and the conference is going to cost 500 bucks. And it's an in-person conference. But let's say, for instance, Earlier, you had went to a conference virtually, and it cost $300. So now we're talking that if your organization is paying for it, you're asking for $500, plus you're asking for travel, plus you're asking for stay at the hotel, and you're asking for a per diem. We'll just use that as an example. Or maybe 
they you have an ex- expense account where that pricing becomes very different now. So I don't know how this is going to work again. And I am tired of the computer hole, as some people like to call it, in regards of doing so many events in that fashion. But think about it for a moment. If you tell somebody that the price point is $300 virtually or $500 plus, and then if your work is sending you, there's the risk exposure of them sending you and something happening, how is that going to work? Believe me, I'm not anti-in-person conference, but I think that it's going to change the dynamic of what is going on. That's going to become one of those weird things that take place. So there you go. I mean, as you look at it, what do you think about as you hear this? Do you, if you own an organ, if you actually run the company, what do you think if your employees come to you? Now, if you don't and you're an employee, what do you think your employer is going to say? I mean, it's slightly different, of course. Question in the box is the organization going to be liable for adverse vaccine events? That's a great question. That's the thing where the level of risk that comes about, because let's say, for instance, going back for a moment here, talking about getting jabbed at one of these conferences that if you go to in person, I would imagine that they have some kind of medical professional doing it. I mean, that's going to be the assumption here because there wasn't enough detail at the time. But how is that going to look? Because they have to bring in a medical professional to do it. They do that. I would imagine that they're going to say, okay, we're putting the med, the medical professional on the line here in regards to that. I mean, I don't know. It becomes such a strange conversation. And then here's the other thing. I mean, let's just be realistic. There's people that believe that there's a conspiracy theory with the vaccine. And that's, that's their whole case. And, you know, there's people on the other side that are like, no, there's not. I mean, it's, it's whatever you want it to be. I say look at science before you kind of jump to any conclusion. You have to do the research. It's the best way to do it. Don't let somebody else kind of tell you what's going on, but do true research, not Google searching. I mean, I like Google, don't get me wrong, but that's not research. I Googled something and now I'm a researcher. Mm-hmm. Good luck with that. But think about it for a moment. I mean, there's a lot of stuff to come about in regards of what you think about this. And there are some people that want more data before they decide to get the jab, if they're eligible to do so. So it's going to become interesting. Also, I mean, there are some other countries that are talking about that they are requiring, if you're going to travel via airplane, that you would have to have proof of the vaccine. That's going to become another interesting portion of the whole conversation. I mean, we spoke about this a few weeks ago about how L.A. County Independent School District is saying that people that are returning back to school in January of 2022 will all have to be vaccinated. But it also says in the emergency release measures that people under the age of 16 cannot be vaccinated. So how is that going to work? There's a, there, I mean, there's a lot of strangeness to how this whole thing's going to work. And hopefully over the next little bit, we'll get better information. Hopefully, we'll get a full FDA approval on how it works. But keep in mind, I'm not an MD. I'm not an MD. I'm not an MD, and I'm not an MD researcher. So it's kind. Of, it's one of those very weird things on how it goes about. And there is perception, and then there's reality of how this actually works. I think there needs to be more data. But, of course, that's my opinion, so I don't want you to take it the wrong way as we talk about it. Because that's the thing. When it's all said and done, you have to do what is best for you, your family, and so on, on what your decision is with it. Some people say, no problem, running with it, go. I mean, let's just be realistic. If it was a military deployment on how this goes, you stand in line and they go both sides. Boom, and you're gone. And you just move forward and everything else is going forward on how you get vaccinated on some of those things on how that happens. So just think about it in that fashion. Anyways, let's get back into some of the news and what is going on. Because as you can tell, I can get onto a soapbox relatively quick and not go anywhere. Duh. So let's talk about that real quick. Anyways, here we go. If you're getting sick and tired of breathing the smell of your own coffee breath while wearing the face mask, you'll be happy to hear about this. 
The latest trends is scented face masks. This is not a joke. From from fresh mint to lavender to an assortment of fruity smells, including apple and strawberry scented masks, are on the rise. And there are <laughs> there are welcome change to some of the initial offerings. Last year, a few companies jumped onto the face mask bandwagon with fr- with food scented face masks, including black label black labels breathable bacon. A jack-in-the-box fried chicken face mask, and so they were definitely a long way, a long way away. Unless you prefer, you know, those smells or herbal spearmint, of course. So there you go. So now, Doctor Fauci has recently said that it's not a bad idea to wear two masks. What scent pairs would nicely be arranged? You know, like an orange mist type of thing. Um, also, all I know is that on New Year's Day, I walked around thinking to myself. You people have no idea the smell that this mask is protecting you from. What a scent! What scent would you suggest to most people if you had the 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 you know the opportunity to do so? Anyways, are you looking for a particular smell to a mask? Now, I will tell you, I will tell you, some of the people in the marijuana area are liking the idea of the marijuana smell mask. I don't know. Something to look into if that's your gig, not my gig. Um, but I guess it's something that if that's the smell that you enjoy, knock yourself out. No, I mean, like, really, don't don't knock yourself out. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so let's talk about it. As we all know, ordering our restaurant meals for delivery has become an even more popular and convenient thing due to the pandemic. And it's a good way to support local businesses who may be experiencing difficult times. But we also know that some foods, including French fries, don't travel well because they are often arrived cold or mushy. Many solutions have that have been tried over the years, like special cooking oils and perforated packaging designed to keep the crispy fries going now saf saver pack yeah saver pack a california-based startup has developed the peels that stick the french fries designed to absorb condensation inside of the containers so, um, slowing the rate which fries and other foods are deteriorated between the restaurant kitchen and your front door the patches will which look like a thick white white sticker are covered to plant the pulp that contains ice once placed into the delivery bag or box it relies on the thermodynamics to keep the hot meals and salads from going soggy hot foods like emit moisture which the main reason french fries and other hot foods go mushy during delivery but saver packs yeah i did say saver packs which are the rest which the restaurant freezes ahead of time the packets alter Dew points to absorb the moisture floating around the container, and the company says it will not make the hot food cold. Hold on. So how does that work? And how much does this raise the prices of my French fries now because of this? So there you go. Here you go. Um, I've never had a problem with delivery of fries. Certainly nothing that a little or a lot of ketchup won't help, of course. So just think about it in that fashion. The other portion, of course, I swear that you um, that you can, you know, wait a minute. I had no idea that this was a thing. I normally just get salads delivered. That's the only thing I get delivered. That's a joke. Okay. And then, of course, the last but not least, if you're ever the delivery guy, wasn't he just sneaking a few fries before he got them your direction anyways? Oh, look at that. Good old Kent. Welcome to the box. Oh, come on, Jay. You know that you want that Mary Jane smell around you all day. Oh, yeah. That's exactly what I've been looking for. You know me. You called me out there. I mean, you know, it's it's different for everybody, that is for sure. Okay, surprise money. So let's talk about that real quick as we do move forward. 47 minutes past the top of the hour. According to a new saying, money can't buy you happiness. But a study has found that, yeah, that could be wrong. Through the previous studies have found that there is a limit to how much person's income impacts their happiness. A researcher from the University of Pennsylvania says that the sky is the limit when it comes to money influence over well-being. Matthew Killingsworth study examined over 33,000 and each providing a, mo- a moment-to-moment snapshot of their daily lives. Uh, give a truer representation on how satisfied people were on giving their time rather than looking at the overall well-being. Other studies have concluded that money stops 
mattering that income levels of around $75,000. And a new study, however, revealed that the rising income continues to affect the earner's well-being even into the hundreds of thousands of dollars. Killingworth says that he has analyzed across a wide range of income levels, and he found that all forms of well-being continue to rise with, with the income. And he never found a point when more money stopped mattering. Instead, it keeps increasing. So there you go. I don't know. That's something to think about. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that comes about as you talk about it. And we think about it for a moment. Because you're thinking about saving people's lives. But, of course, money does matter as well. So I don't want there to be kind of a, a wrong thing here as we talk about this. But does money matter a lot to you as you're doing the things that you do? Think about that for a moment. So the study brought to you by the Institute of How Shallow Can Humanity Be? Let's just get it right. I mean, that's really what it can be to an extent. Just once could I find the things out about myself opposed to how much the money is. And I don't know if money can buy happiness, but it sure makes misery easier to live with. I mean, think about it for a moment. I, I will tell you this. And I'll share this. And I, and I think I've shared it before, but I'll share it again. I was at a job where I was miserable, miserable, terrible place to work. One of the worst jobs that I've ever had, ever. And keep in mind that I worked in construction at one short period of time when I started my career many, many, many years ago. This was probably one of the worst places that I've ever worked at. But they paid well. They paid pretty well. So I stayed there. I will tell you, without those groups of people, I would not be here today, which is the fun part. I wouldn't be doing this. So that's what I always kind of look back and laugh at. But man, that place sucked. And it's funny because I still talk to people from time to time about issues that they have there that are still ongoing because the deregulation of life and things inside of the world of safety, they think that they can overrun because it's deregulated so they don't have to go by guidelines that the government puts in place. It's just hilarious in how it works. Just imagine a company losing your social security number and deciding not to say anything to you as the employee. And then they want you to hide it. That's something to think about. Yeah. How you doing? Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's talk about this real quick. Websites you need but didn't know about. Let's talk about that real quick. So I'm going to give you a whole slew of websites real quick just for the sake of doing so. Justwatch.com, search the movie or TV show that tells you where it is streaming. What I need to know is where it's streaming for free. That's probably most people. That's justwatch.com. Outlight.com allows you to read the test of virtually any website without seeing the ads. Also allows you to highlight and add and a note the text for later. Aim to use for news and info, info based size. Bad news is I tried it and got a pop-up. Okay, I'm just kidding. But that is outline. That is outline.com. 10minutemail.com. This is not a joke. Dispose email service to use when a site requires that you provide an email address. To send the validation email, don't give your re, real email address and don't end up on their spam list. That's 10minutemail.com. I'm going to give you some other ones. Photop.com. It is an advanced online image editor with Photoshop. Allows you to create a new image and edit existing ones from your computer or device. That's Photop.com. PDFdrive.com contains more than 77 million books available to download for free on PDF. No ads, no limits. Sorry, carry on. I'll be there for a while. That's PDFdrive.com. WarnOnTV.net. Yes, I did say WarnOnTV.net. Just what you think it is. They track down the exact clothes actors wear on TV shows. Plus, they often show similar cheaper options if your budget doesn't quite match that the one of the Kardashians. The Kardashians actually do wear clothes sometimes. <laughs> and then, of course, last but not least is PointerPointer.com. 
No explanation. Just try that one. That's pointerpointer.com if you do get a chance to go take a look at that one. Anyways, let's talk about some other stuff as we are wrapping up here on Radio Big and SafetyFM.com for a moment. So here you go. Let's get into the swamp real quick. Mike Pence doesn't have a permanent place to live yet. The Sun reports that the former Veep is staying at a cabin owned in Indiana governor by Eric Holmcomb. While other sources say that his family are bunking with uh, with family members, as governor of Indiana and vice president, Pence have the government-owned properties to live then for for quite some time. The best guess is they're following the January 6th Capitol riot. Pence needs to beep up security whenever he plans to live long term, wherever he plans to live long term, as his him and his family's safety. Before departing D.C. for the last time, V. Pence did indicate that he was planning to live in Indiana, where he was born. So there you go. Anyways, no winner for Tuesday night. Mega Million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for about $25 million jackpot or an $18.6 million cash payout. So just in case if you wanted to know that information right there. Let's continue talking, of course. Let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Now, nah, matter of fact, before I get into that, let's talk about what happened back on this date back in let's take a look let's say 1998 michelangelo's christ and the woman of samaria sells for 7.4 million dollars the piece features a, a woman drawing water at the well of jacob of christ talks about according to the story featured in the saint john's gospels christ teaches the woman about the strength of his own words which is what she has been craving Christ is featured in many pieces throughout Michelangelo's career. So many comments to make right there, but I will keep my mouth shut today. I will do my best. Anyways, let's continue talking. Let's talk about some birthdays you can celebrate today. Will Palter turns 28. J. Cole turns 36. Elijah Wood turns 40. Ashley Purdy turns 42. Seamus, professional wrestler, turns 43. Joey Fatone, formerly of NSYNC, turns 44 today. Rick Ross turns 45. Sarah McLaughlin turns 53. 53. Holy monkeys. I wouldn't have guessed that. I haven't seen her in a while, but then again, I haven't been watching late infomercials about dogs. Um, there you go. And Alan Alda turns 85 from MASH fame, fame, just in case if you were wondering. Let's give you some information related to BS News. BS News. So there you go. Wonder Woman director Patty Jenkins will direct the next Star Wars movie, Star Wars Rogue Squadron, coming out December 2023. She says that she's already figured out the beginning and the middle, but has no idea how to end it. In other words, it's ready to go. Chipotle has launched a a Shawn Mendes bowl made from chicken and cauliflower rice. It's just like his music. Expect with... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> expect with more substance yep 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 there you go uh there you go in the past in the past interview snooki revealed that Lindsay lohan once made it out made out with paulie d this entertainment update was brought to you by penicillin the sundance film festival a virtual event this year begins today robert redford named the festival after the character butch cassidy and the sundance kid glad he didn't p- play the other guy I wouldn't go Butch Festival, or would I? I don't know. That's something to think about for sure. Anyways, a report found that thinking of death can make you more uh, more successful person. Not to be confused with hoping for death just makes you married. Oh, God, I'm getting in trouble for that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so here you go. If you need a random joke for today, here's one to go with. Why is it that everything I like is either expensive, illegal, or won't text me back? If you need something, if you need a phone starter for today, try this one. What was the last thing that made you literally laugh out loud? If you need something for the water cooler, try this one. According to a survey, this is the number one thing that you will put on a... Oh, my God. This was, Okay, let's try that again. According to a survey, this is the number one thing that will put you in a bad mood in the morning. What is it? Spilling a food or drink on your clothes. Yeah, that will make it happen. 
Did most people wear clothes? No, just don't, don't answer that. Yeah, so there you go. There you go. There you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on. Anyways, it is 57 minutes past the top of the hour. We are handing over to RadioBig.fm. If you want to come hang out, we do music. We talk some more about the news, some things that are going on inside of that world. If not, if you don't want to come over to that side, you can go to SafetyFM.com, go into the radio side of the, of the house there. And listen to some more things of what is going on inside of the world of radio. Anyways, I, I probably should mention this. I'm always in the lookout for new shows. I'm always in the lookout for new people wanting to join the network of Safety FM that, you know, have something different to bring to the table. So if you're interested, maybe we should have a conversation. I would love to hear what sampling you have out there for us to have a further discussion of what is going on inside of the world of safety from your point of view. So maybe we can have that discussion. Come by the website. We can definitely have a discussion from there. Anyways, if I could leave you with a thought for today, I would love to leave you with this one. He that would live in peace and at ease must not speak all he knows or judge all he sees. Think about that one. That one's a little bit stranger than what I normally give you. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM and Radio Big. That is the listener. Without you, we could not do what we do here. You are the best part of what we do. Anyway, Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. I'm still trying to figure out what the hell Radio Big is. We're a little bit of all over the place there. Anyways, before I forget, if you do have the opportunity, we will be doing this on the 16th of February. It's Safety Reconfigured. Would love to see you there. We got a special running on right now. Early bird special, 50% off. And we are also still running our pay it forward portion. Go to safetyfm.io for more information. This is our safety reconfigured class. Something different for you if you're interested in attending. And also you can come out and hang out with us on Safety FM Plus where we do a kind of weird stuff over there if you do get the chance to come out and hang out. Anyways, I will see you on the other side here in the next few minutes if you come and hang out. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.